weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of the world. My name's Buddy. He's by Mike Sadie. By Mike Sadie, say hello. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you, too. Andrew, how you doing? It's going. Happy Sunday, so, guys. Yeah, I know. Happy Sunday. We, got, we we talked about this in the DMs. We got to stop with this fucking Sunday recording. I don't remember anything from Kirk after, after like, like yeah. Friday. We'll, we'll figure it out. I know. I know. I know it's your, your schedule right now. We'll figure it out. Um, so... If uh, if anybody watched uh, the 420 show last night, I definitely said Tim Riddles would be on to do an ad or like or would at least have an ad for us. But some, uh, something came up with Tim, uh, so he couldn't do it. We're supposed to have Phil McCooch. If you listened last week, uh, that didn't happen either. My fault. So it's just the boys. So whatever, fuck it. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, I say that I just, we start every show this way. Like, I. I, I was gonna say good week of shows. It's fucking hard to do this after seeing those Mexico videos, dude. And like talking about it again with Craig, like those, those, like if you guys don't, I don't know if you guys, anybody saw those, the the Atlas versus Querétaro videos or whatever. I don't even know how to say the other club's name. It's like the worst shit I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah, it's wild videos. Uh, I think seventeen dead, maybe up to twenty now. Yeah, there's no need for violence like that. And this, but this is the world we live in now, you know, and it's Mexico of all places. So the security isn't the best sometimes. So shit got out of hand real fast. I said it. I was like kind of in my feels a little bit. I just said it just now, like in a tweet. But yeah, like if if you're USMT, USMNT, you're you're wild if you're the US Soccer Federation and let the US play at Azteca like next in a couple of weeks. Like yeah. I know I, I'm not I'm not saying there's ever like and I don't I couldn't point to one security issue like like. I've never seen the, the players complain uh, over the last couple of cycles, you know, they, like I, I truly, I know, hold on, but I, like, I, I truly believe like if Mexico was like, yo, that shit's not going to happen. We'll have like the, like the army and all that kind of stuff there. And like, you can have your own, you know, if, even if they did everything, like I truly believe they'd try to stop it. But like, I don't know if they're capable. Right. They always travel with their own security detail when they go to uh, places like that. Um, Mexico yeah, is not, known to like, throw like shit army. on the field. They like, remember when Pulisic scored yeah. that goal, they were like husband water bottles and whatever at them so they do have a strong better that than uh, coins point. and shit yeah yeah you're right sorry no no i don't know i just, I just <clears throat> that, like i seen that stuff last night and like uh like we've all you know we've all seen plenty of fucked up shit on the internet but that was the, the, those videos were like hard to get through like there's not many like many times like that like say a couple weeks ago, we were doing the same thing with like you, like Ukraine Russia war, obviously, and it's still going on. Yeah, like, we we're searching those videos out. Did you did you see this video? Did you see that video? Completely like though, like like I I was like cringing. I, mean, I don't know, like it just was so different. Like I I was very uncomfortable watching those videos. But so, I mean, dude, like moms taking their kids' jerseys so they can get out of the stadium and not get beat up like that. I, I know, like, that's sad, dude. I know it's Hopefully probably not a great way to start kicking off, but yeah. <laughs> Well, hey. Andrew, do you see any of those or no? Yeah, it's just as I mean, you guys know we're all big soccer fans here, and, and just to see something like this, and you see all the progress the sports made, especially here in America, is becoming more popular over the years. Something like this just sets it back. It's like here we go again, soccer hooligans doing soccer hooligan things, and taking it too far. It's disgusting to see, disgusting to watch, and I agree with you. I, I think the U.S. needs to really reconsider about steps. <clears throat> 
or things taking place when they go to Azteca in a couple weeks because the safety of fans, the safety of players, the safety of coaches is the most important thing in any of these situations, and it's just proven that they cannot handle it right now. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it's fucking. I don't know what to say. It's just it's, it's like literally the worst thing I've ever seen. Like I, I very few times you see stuff like that, and you're like, okay, like I've I've had enough, you know. And that's that's exactly how I felt. Um, I yeah, I guess from there we'll try we'll just like fucking forget that and just move right on to Kirk. Um, <laughs> another troubling thing that happened this week: Kirk wants to take a year off again, or, or has has floated the idea of taking a year off. Um, when. When I heard that, like when when I saw that they were recording Monday, I was nervous because we said stupid stuff last week, or we said stuff that we thought we could get in trouble for, or whatever. Um, I was totally glad to not get mentioned. That's fine, even though he said Minifan podcast babble or something, which probably is about us because we're idiots. But um, I I got it. Like I don't want Kirk to take a year off. Obviously, I love KMS. I think it's like the the greatest show I've ever heard. But this were you were you less scared when he said it this time? Yeah, because it has to happen for me to be like, oh, shit, he is going to take a year off. Because, again, like you said, he could change his mind from now until mm-hmm. then. Who knows how he's feeling, what he's thinking. He's Kirk Minahan, the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too worried about it until it actually happens, if it happens. Yeah, oh, I'm – yeah, exactly. Like, I'm I'm usually – thinking like oh shit what like what am i what are we gonna do next like mm-hmm. who who cares about kirk and off like that kind of stuff right. but like what what am i gonna listen to three times a week going forward <laughs> like it's totally like self-centered but yeah. this time and i and like he even made jokes of it like in the dms like he's in he's in the f chat we won't say the real name he's in the f chat and he's mm-hmm. like was, oh what a great week he had in there dunking on chris like just like shitting on oh, us a little shit. bit like i mean was on on the fans you know and and uh just being honest like about i think um he had a good tweet, like a good message in there being like, what, this is the 586th time I quit and you guys don't believe me? Like, you know, like just that kind of stuff. But <laughs> yeah, he's just, yeah. Uh, no, um, but I, I also think like he's seen like people he's, he's admired in this industry, like Howard per se and how they've overstayed, you know, like you've seen how watered down Howard is at his age now. I think he's worried about that too. If he stays in too long, Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's in the back of his head too. And and again, he's not saying he like <clears throat> one one I guess like like thing that made it like the the pill a little bit easier to swallow is he's not like so he still wants to do live shows because he thinks that energy is different. He mm. he still like wants to work on the case and other uh, other ideas like, branching out from KMS like that he has in in like season one of the case like, like I, I love that it seems like season two is going to be really good too like I, we don't know too much about it but you know everything like it, it sounds like it's i so like uh i we all like i, I guess we all know he's doing that dr dan thing mm. i thought that was different than the case but i think it's the case now like I, i'm maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong I, maybe like I, I couldn't tell I, I thought that's what kind of what it sounded like this week well when they were giving updates, because because he said he said I'm not always, I don't always want to investigate a missing person, so that's why I was like, oh shit, maybe he pivoted from his Iowa idea and now good theory cases Doctor Dan. Yeah, excellent theory. I know there was because some... we know he's doing Doctor Dan. Right, he's, he's and... talked about it. We've seen we've seen. I saw not to out anybody, but I'm going to do it. Like I like uh, <laughs> Top Gun VHS tape. Like she retweeted something about somebody talking to Kirk about Doctor Dan. Like, yeah, like a while weeks, ago. Yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So, okay. No, but I, I recall that they did mention that some 
stuff was happening within the case, whether it is that Dr. Dan or not, that they had to kind of pivot the start date too so they can get everything right. Right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the reason they pushed back the uh, release for the case? I th- I think oh, so. That was mentioned. I- yeah, he, he said something about it, about it this week. I'm not I'm not sure if it was that or if the, if it's kind of the same as case season one, where they're like, no, we want to make sure we have everything right, we have all the information, and and probably a lot like case season one. Again, just fucking two idiots talking about this are gonna get slammed for it on Tuesday, yeah. but like probably a lot like case season one, like like some people start talking and that makes other people start like talking as well, and maybe maybe that you know maybe they're lying or maybe they're telling the truth, but like I think once the ball starts rolling, more people are. Like you, you know, once you start learning more stuff, you learn more stuff. Right. You know? And I think one of the other things, too, that kind of I, th- I thought of was that he's also trying to avoid burnout, I think, with the case. Because kind of going back a year ago to put on shows every day, trying to get the case out every week, I think that took a lot out of. I mean, it would take a lot out of anyone uh, to do all that. So I, I like that he's taking, one, the break to add more, like not the break, but just pushing it back to make sure it's right, making sure it's the best product out there. And, I, and I'm excited for whatever it is, season two. And I like your theory, buddy. But and at the end of the day, I'm just sitting back like, I don't I don't know what this is, but I know day one when it drops, I'll be listening and I'm ready right. for it. Yeah. Any car- content is good content. But I just want to go back. I have a... That just came into my head, but like, so we talked about how Kirk is, you know, yeah, I'm going to take a year off and he kind of just out of nowhere threw it on Dave's lap. He, he said he wanted to call him Saturday about it, but decided not to. I wonder what goes through someone like Dave's head, you know, like what he's thinking in the moment. He did say he wants to stay on, but is it, I don't know, and you've been a producer, uh, is it, shit like that happens to you? Like, are you thinking about your next move? Like, I wonder what. I'm going Go ahead, through his head, you know? Yeah, and it's for something like this, I mean, at one point, you always have to think about what your next move is, where you're going, especially in this industry, just because it is ever-changing. Uh, hosts change, people leave, contracts end. So you always think about it, but I think Cullinane loves loves the show so much is so dedicated to the show he's just gonna ride out with kirk until the end and and look they kind of you guys touched on it in the beginning i've reached a point especially after his last break is i'm taking every show as if like as if this is his last show and i'm just uh, completely appreciative for the years of laughs that i've gotten from it and whatever kirk's gonna do kirk's gonna do what's best for him and that's what i want him to do and that's what i want so because it's if he reaches a point where he hates the show and hates everything becomes miserable it it can just spiral into bad shows, not fun anymore, and then personal side as well, which is even more important. So it's I'm happy with what it is. And Cullinane is I think Cullinane, no matter what happens, Cullinane is going to be fine. He's a smart guy. He's very personable. He's got he's got the he's got the skills for it. I mean, he's no Steve Robinson when it comes to his skill wise, but he's still good and one of the better ones. And <laughs> I wonder if that like like this is the part of the show where I say, you know, I love Dave Cullinane, but like, I wonder if this is like, the, like if there's that little part of like snaky Cullinane, that's like, oh, Hey, I'm already a Barcelona employee. Like if Kirk leaves, like, you know, like hopefully I've like, spitting chiclets. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I've displayed my worth enough that I could be around or like, but I'm, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure like hearing that, like in the moment, like that has to, that has to like shake you. Right. Cause you're like, you're like, Oh, I got a, I got a good gig. I like what I'm doing. I got rid of my 17 other jobs I was doing at one time to like feed my family. I can do one now. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and yeah. they're peaking. They're in peak, they're in peak form right now. 
yeah yeah the show like the, it's it's as good as like maybe it's ever been like it's hard it's hard to say because like we're you know it's like we're living in a, you know like living in this moment but like but it's, it's real like I, every every day it's so good um even like I, I was almost kind of getting sick of like the clemmer shows and like i thought this <laughs> week was pretty good with chris like i just like yeah, I thought it had kind of run its course, and like I, I didn't disagree with Kirk when he said it seemed like Chris was mailing in the game and his like performances. I, I, you know, look, we we you're a Clemming, so I try. I don't, you know, we don't we don't <laughs> listen to the show. Um, but I, but even yeah, it's just like I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I love the show. Yeah, I love the show too. But Chris is a different voice, and it's always nice to have something different in the studio. I would like to see some other guys get a chance in there. You know, they were rotating a little bit with Rear Admiral and uh, I'm the other dude there from Spin Chicklets. Help me out. Whitney? Yeah. Whitney. Like, yeah, I, I took me. They talked about bringing him back on, so hopefully he comes back on soon. Um, but you, you you brought up his game. Um, oh, my I God. I couldn't keep up. Uh, really? I could, but it was like. It was, I understand it what he was trying game. to do, but it was like yeah. very poorly explained. Very poorly I, explained. So, I got I, the concept, I, but it's confusing as shit. I, I'm not, I'm not calling Chris a scatterbrain, but maybe because I'm a scatterbrain, like I, like I didn't really, I'm like, okay, I got it. Like that's not, like he's just, just doing the Hall of Fame. Like you have a four year mm. window. Like I, yeah, I get that. Um, but it, yeah. But yeah, the explanation was, at the beginning it, though was funny. Just him trying to explain yeah. it to Kirk. <laughs> oh, and like, and then he, I love, I love when he said like, uh, oh, you should have seen the first variation of that. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> But like, cause that that one, like, just like on a show, like Kirk doesn't care. He'll take fucking twenty five minutes if he feels like it to answer a question. Um, but like, like, like he said, if you if you start in like nineteen seventy four and you can go back to fifty four or or like to like whatever fifty nine, whatever it would have been, um, that that would have been like obviously really hard to do. But I'm I'm. I gotta be honest. I'm all in on this fucking game, dude. I can't wait to hear his eighties list. I never, I, like, I'm I'm yeah. hoping somebody puts together Kirk's Hall of Fame list. And then, like, we'll, however, you know, we watch like PPV sometimes in the DMs. Like, maybe we'll go through like Kirk's favorite movies list one day, or we're like, we can rent out a theater like once a month and we'll go through Kirk's favorite movies. We'll yeah. figure it out. What? That'll be the Kirk and Off live show. We'll watch The Godfather in a fucking movie theater. Curate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> Damn, I, I, hate, I don't want to jump back and forth. Um, Live your life. But Chris did ask a good question uh well mentioned something when kirk was talking about his year off it, you can provide me context because we all know i didn't start listening to until towards the end of ei so like, kirk had mentioned it on ei too that he wanted to leave do you remember um, do you recall that i just wanted some context for those of us that haven't listened to him on ei that's that's why i had put that in the note i get i kind of don't really like remember what you're talking about well, wait, chris, so... chris said you when they were talking about kirk taking the year off Chris said you had kind of said something like that when you're on EEI too that you were going to take some time off. Is that just I'm, related to when he left the show? I when he was having those mental health issues, or I th you guys remember that at all? I, I think I, I to be honest don't like oh, I just like I, I don't 
maybe it's something maybe, really maybe obvious. Maybe Phil Cooch might know, but I think part sure of it from when he was on EEI was the frustration with Merchantson, with okay. all the all the outside factors that kept this. You could you could if you're listening to EEI every day, you could hear it in Kirk's voice that he's getting more frustrated with I can't say this, I can't say that, and <clears throat> and knowing Kirk's personality, the way he would do it, he'd be like, they told us not to talk about this, and this is this is ridiculous, blah blah. So you could kind of tell he was getting sick and tired of getting dicked around. Or, or when he, yeah, like a big one was remember uh, t- when they would like rag on Neverett and he'd yeah. be like, Yeah, I guess we're not supposed to shit on Neverett and Castigliano, mm-hmm. and, and then they'd just play more audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I but didn't yeah, need to yeah. jump back. Like, no, yeah, that was a note, and I was like, Fuck, I wanted to ask that just to get more context on the whole situation. Again, I'm, I'm sure it's something that, like, really obviously we've probably even talked about, like, on this show before. Damn, these freaking okay. headphones today. Um, but, like, Be- but I don't, uh, go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I was just going to do another transition. I'm sorry. Uh, no, speaking, <laughs> speaking of gone, uh, there's no more Sako. Yeah. The theater is so yeah, – how, how do we sad. feel about that? It's, I, part, like, like I said, it was sad. Like, I had a great experience. Like I had a great experience going and not uh, meeting anybody, Sako 1. Sako yeah. 3, like going, hanging out in 4th, 2010, awesome. Same same Sako 4. Like, we had, had a great time. Um, maybe the best time we had BMD was like when we drove up and down – up and back on like no sleep without like on it like just that was it was a that was a fun time um yeah it's 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 so like i i there are plenty of driving movie theaters around hopefully like we can you know replicate that experience but it is it was the area too of maine work yeah that's a good that's a good point because the one like in lincoln is not that's like Island is a great state you know there's plenty of stuff to do but like That one, that where it is in Lincoln, is not like it where where it was. That's Smithfield. It's a three screener. It's pretty. Oh, big. Smithfield, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Used to be I a porno a fan thing. focus group to call. They all used to be porno theaters, <laughs> and you can tell because right? the sign looks like a dick. <laughs> did it Sako though too was a porno theater? Uh, no. Did they say that? Was that the history no behind? Shit, we got to write all these questions down for Phil McCooch when he comes back. I only know the videos. rustic drive-in used to be a porno theater because mm-hmm. if you look at the sign, it looks like a dick and balls. They used to I'm beat sure off. Phil has his, uh, his uh, notebook out already. Oh, God, <laughs> he's the best. So what else we got? We got, um, oh, yeah. so, oh, so we, we talked about like being, uh, Billboard charts guys, like not, not getting like his unsuspension. And we we're like, oh, hopefully nobody reached out. turns out someone reached out. It was Tim Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> like dm kirk <laughs> which which uh, like tim's tim's a nice guy like i can totally understand like i could totally see him doing that but you like yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't think um yeah so so it turns out kirk changed his mind because he didn't want to be annoyed anymore he's just like all right little... <laughs> but still told him not to call yeah, so we're back uh, to square one i um i saw somebody say, and i don't know if it's like so, I think Red said on his show, like he thinks like the reason like guys like Freddie and some of these other like celebs won't come on is is like come on, is because of Merchison. Like I don't. Do you think that's the truth? Like do you, do you think that's the reason why like Kirk can't get like Fred couple? Like all Kirk does is blow Fred couples, and and didn't somebody tell Cully it sounds like it's not going to happen? Yeah, I mean, that sucks if he kind of reached out to couples the way he normally reaches out to advertisers to kind of put the kibosh, the kibosh on it. But I'm kind of disappointed in the fucking golf podcast and Barstool and not coming through. Like he, he Rick said he was going to help out. And then like, what the fuck happened? Like, we're not going to update from his end either. I, I still think it's, it, there's, it's, 
the bigger question when you're dealing with PR people, it's it's always, is the juice worth the squeeze? And you kind of want to look at it and what backlash could you potentially get? And I think it's honestly, I think it's the bar stool. I think it's the merchant center. I think it's all that outside noise that's coming in at him and that his team just doesn't want Fred associated with in any way, shape, or form. It's, it's a shame. Well- what other juice is Fred getting right now? Like I know, okay, he's on the champion story. He's a great golfer. Like you know, hopefully he doesn't. He's got you know, his. Hear us on him, he's but. got his podcast. He does right, or doesn't? Yes, yeah, true. Yes, serious. So then, yeah. if he's doing his show on that, then you get a, you get people who are like, oh, I don't want to do it because you're associated with Barstool now, just by doing the one. Right. Like you, you can lose people like that. Shit, we like back in Rhode Island in what was it 2016 or 2014 DePetro. excuse me that everyone boycotted WPRO because of DePetro and it was like we couldn't get candidates on or we couldn't get people to talk to or anything like that so the people are stupid i can say I that much the state mm. yeah people are stupid but they're going to do what they're going to do is is there anything less surprising than Cully stealing money from his mom to go to McDonald's with his friends? <laughs> like, is there, like it's just. But him sa- saying he's so like so like. Uh, imagine rolling up to McDonald's with fucking twenty rolls of quarters, bro. Like that's like that's what Cully did. Like it's just it's it's absurd. Yeah, they did a they did a hammer more on that. I was hoping they would have talked a little bit more about it. Maybe they'll bring it up again this week. I know. I wonder stuff. what the what the what the order was. <laughs> you know like did they spend all 200 like how many milkshakes is that how many McFlurries? Like, i got i need to know this i know it was a long time ago but like he has to remember like seeing that tray of food you know like, like <laughs> and like i guess i i guess i wouldn't question as an employee like hey where'd you get these roller cores i just think hey my mom sent me like, his mom sent them with it but like <laughs> Yeah, like that's a lot of money to go missing. I mean, two hundred dollars, but like you know, that's a pretty good chunk of change to go yeah, missing. Yeah, I'm surprised that she didn't notice that. That's a, that is a lot of change. Well, you know what, Kirk's insinuated a few times. Kathy's into the Kathy loves the sauce, so maybe she just got sauced up and forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could happen. I will. I will say this, not in necessarily in Collie's defense, but when Wendy's was in Bristol, I used to take some quarters. Not two hundred dollars worth of quarters, maybe like two dollars worth of quarters to go get like nuggets and fries. But that was I'd never, never would do two hundred. I thought you were a big JBC guy. I remember driving you back from Rick once, and I was like in uh and getting JBCs with you. I mean, I, I would have JBCs, but this was like this was before Rick, before I I opened my eating palates because I used to just be a solely chicken nuggets and fries guy, and then I, then I had the JBCs. <laughs> Too many seem, JBCs like at chick- Rick. <laughs> you seem like chicken nuggets, fries, and uh, and a ketchup guy. Like no, like a, like a plain like ketchup. You know, ketchup, salt, and then a, then a frosty. I, I do the fries and the frosty. That was my specialty. Hmm. You look like a Dr Pepper guy too. I do love Dr Pepper. I have some in the. <laughs> I have some in my apartment right now. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Bully for you, Andrew. Who's not a? What's that from? Parks and Rec. Um, what else? I don't know what else we got. Oh, um, so we I think I think this week, like so on Wednesday show, we get a little bit more info on what what are like how Kurt called his brother with his mom's phone because like, he had always <laughs> said you. that he did that. But I don't I don't know if he gave us that much detail um, when when he started saying it was at the wake. I was like, OK, I definitely didn't know. I didn't think it was this. You know, but I think he corrected himself, and it was it was at, at, 
at the dinner, which obviously like we'll we'll fucking know. Only the two of them know. But like that, <laughs> what a sinister! I know we've talked about it before. What a fucking sinister move! Like Jesus I, Christ! <laughs> just, I think he does it to make himself laugh. But I yeah, wonder if oh. I wonder I wonder if he uses that voice too, like that he uses. All the training voice. Talking, Hello, Ryan, it's me. <laughs> Uh, remember, remember that other story he told nope. his mom about his mom that he called his oh. mom that the grandmother got into a bad accident or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's legit diabolical. Oh shit! <laughs> Andrew, you remember that one? Yeah, no, that's what. Yeah, my favorite. It's it's these stories, especially because like, I've had a couple wakes and funerals recently, and just thinking about of like what would I have done if I had gotten a call <laughs> and like, and I had seen that on my phone, like been like, what the hell's going the on heaven? <laughs> to even think about it in the moment. <laughs> that, yeah. That's actually a pretty good point. Cause I just, I actually you just like, I would just be stewing. I'd be like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like who has my mom's phone? Why are they doing this? Like what? Like, what I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be really uh, terrible. <laughs> I oh speaking of really terrible I, maybe we said this on the show I I wonder what Adam did or like what somebody did or whatever like I like they it seems like the they're like, down on he, him right yeah yeah I know yeah. like I mean it's obviously it's nobody's business but like I just, I hope it all works out you know? yeah but I also hope Sad. they tell us the story too but a hundred percent speaking of I I thought. I'm so mad at myself for not calling Jerry and asking. Maybe he wouldn't have told it, but like oh, has, I, I, when once we saw those calls come out, first of all, we didn't bother Jerry like at all. Like we we had that in the Kirk's calls group. Nobody did anything. Tim Tim sent, Tim did the siren. Hopefully that doesn't. Oh, like, did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was mad funny, dude. Yes. Yeah, so no, Jerry, Jerry's like, well, we were expecting some prank callers, but I thought I thought it'd be better than this. So that was the only oh, prank caller. And then, but, I'm like, so mad uh, I missed that. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Fuck. Uh, oh, man, I missed that. But like, but yeah, I can't believe I I, I was really going to call and ask him if he would give us the payoff on that the priest story cuz yeah. you know Kirk won't give it to us cuz he says it's a scary story. Yeah. But um but yeah, I don't I don't know. I I'm again, yeah, I'm at I'm at a less minute fans for not getting on Jerry enough. Fuck. I have a feeling well, there'll be more opportunities. So I'm not I, worried. Yeah. It certainly seems like it might be every Friday and maybe me saying this fucking like maybe like I don't think Craig listens to our show, so I think we'll probably be all right. But like, um, yeah, I wonder. What, oh, I actually was thinking that too. I wonder what what Craig would do, like if someone put like Donald, like if like fake Donald Trump called in. Obviously, we know the guy who calls in the Kirk show is the real president. But if somebody who wasn't the real president <laughs> was like, hey, because because Tim said his name was anonymous, so like, or maybe he star sixty seven. I don't know. Yeah. But like. Like if it comes up and like you get to put in your name and he puts in like Trump, like I, like Craig has to know who it is. Like I, does he put him up still? Like does he, <laughs> does he does does Craig pod blind Mike's daddy up? That's what I mean. Or pop blind Mike's daddy up? That's what I mean. Yeah, you have to. I don't know because Craig's in that position too. Yeah, he's, he's got to be got careful. Kids. Yeah, like you know that's your boss kind of in a way. Yeah. So if you kind of just start letting these calls through, you'd be like. Yeah, I need a new producer now. Fuck you. Like, then yeah, but, but maybe worst case, Jerry just shuts down the phones. And they that say, too. Okay, well, well, all right. Is, yeah. this, is this the first time they took calls? Is the first I time believe I saw so. A number? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I know, yeah. That's why I was so surprised when I first saw the message that Jerry's taking calls. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And it, Me but, too, especially on a Friday. Friday's like locals only. And he and they, they just put the number out. I was like, that's 
he's asking for trouble, right? Yeah. He knows, what, he knows what he's doing. I'm just thinking in my head what I could be doing. It's I'm so, so mad at Mr. Write it down before you forget. But I, I, I will say this Fuck. to anyone who is a Kirk Minahan show caller. You don't do the same shtick on Jerry's show. Do something different. If you're going to call, do something different. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose any other KMS callers for going on other shows doing that. Mm. See? Pretty point. So, um, I guess just like moving on down the week, what like what do you know Sam Elliott from? Because they were doing they kind of like played that game a little bit on Wednesday. Like like what what do you best know Sam Elliott from? Do you know who that is? I mean, I know him from Roadhouse. Yeah. Um, and because for me, me it's the chorus commercials, right? Didn't he do the, the voiceover for chorus for a while? Oh, the cowboy guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just I and recognize the face. He's got that voice I've, too. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. time I've ever seen him act was uh, Parks and Rec. So like, because I don't watch like movies or you know, but like, but that's why like I only know I know his voice from the commercials. Like that's it. Like he's got a very like distinctive voice from yeah. it, and I know like uh, Family Guy. He's He's now the mayor on fit. Well, he was the mayor on Family Guy after Adam West died, and they brought him in for that. But and then what's that? Oh God, on Netflix, The Ranch, um, with mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher. That's what he, he's on as well. That I know that got him canceled, from. right? Yeah, well, because of that that seventy show guy uh, mm. had a lot of uh, assault accusations against him. Hyde, right? I don't, yeah. know, I don't know the actor's name, but it was Hyde. Uh, yeah. Um. I thought um, the only other thing, I guess, to, to come out of Wednesday show is I was, I was like, uh, not that Cully needs this for me, but I was proud of Cully. Like, when he, cause like they, they were, you know, he kind of knew, he knew something's up with the pizza. He just didn't want the answer. He wasn't ready to like, he wasn't ready to, to face his fear and find out that his favorite pizza had changed. But, um, but like, at least he, at least he had like the balls to say it to Kirk the next day where he's like, well, I didn't want the fucking answer. You know, you made me push. Like, <laughs> but also down on Cully, cause if you got Albert's name, you needed Tim to remind him. Uh-huh. <laughs> the stuff, it's a, it's a, when I saw Tim tweet Albert, I thought they were talking about like old callers from the EEI show that they hated, and I was like, oh, please don't tell me fucking Albert called in again. I was like, I hate that guy. But anyway. Yes, well, on the topic of pizza, I wonder how their dinner date went on Friday. Kind of. I was going to ask you that. Your boyfriend went to dinner. It doesn't take you. How does that go? I don't know. I have to reach out and ask him how it went. I saw. I think th- he did tweet about it. Yeah, so I saw did, like a 6.5 rating was from Colin Ain. Oh, that's right, right, right. Colin Ng gave it a six five, mm. and but the the way Tim explained it too was that <clears throat> the the pizza's only available like on Fridays between these certain times at this bar. <laughs> it's not on the menu. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and the other thing is, I can see how a, a pizza chain would change their sauce because there's a lot of places that just go to like. A, like a restaurant depot and right. just get whatever they have in stock. So that's probably what happened for it for sure. But is that a, is that a chain place though? No, the, uh, the one that the one in Norwood pizza palace. No, that's not a chain yeah. place. Um, but you even at a, like, but restaurant depot, like I I've seen like the guys from classic pizza Nello's even going to restaurant depot, picking up sauce before. Right. Right. So it's wild. It's wild to me that, that, you own a pizza place and you don't like you don't make your own sauce. You should make your own sauce. That's yeah, like like, like the, the guy at the guy at Warren House or like I think he, I think Apostoli actually died, but uh, the guy at Warren House like whatever like it was just, it was just like the tomato sauce cans and then he added his own seasonings and stuff, but he wasn't buying pizza sauce, you know. Yeah, I just it's sad to me that a company like but like hey it's a business, you know, just trying to make money. But 
I don't. Um, I just looked um, at the United lineup. I was. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I see you looking <laughs> off to the side, so I was looking out right here. <laughs> no, I had to. Uh, I had to peek at the lineup quick because I played uh, eleven thirty. And, oh yeah, I'll ask you about that before we end the show. But Andrew, the uh, so you could talk about broadcasting again. So Reamer tweets out that potential Red Sox lineup for Nesson's broadcast, and then uh, subsequently takes it down. You guys have any thoughts on that? It's stupid corporate show. bullshit. It, that's what it is. Yeah. It's stupid corporate bullshit. I remember even when I worked. So when I worked in radio, I couldn't play when I was doing like weekend news updates. I couldn't play any clips from the sports hub just because they were a competitor. Um, so they have these weird things where that you don't want to. Like and you've heard Kirk talk about it too. You don't. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to talk about the competition. You don't want to talk about the competition. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb take. It's lazy. It's stupid. It's it's news. Reamer's there to do news. That's a news story. Nesson wanted Tony Maz. That's it. It's that's news. They should be able to stay up. Don't be bitches and but keeping it down. Right. Yeah. Th- that that to me was really weird. Especially. Like, I mean, Kirk says it all the time. There there's two stations in the city. Everybody listens to or in that city. Everybody listens to one of them. They don't listen to the other one. And and if you're gonna have if you're gonna call at, uh, Alex your sports media columnist or your media columnist, then like he's like he's got to write about that. And and he had the scoop like he like Curly said he had hours before. Uh, um, oh, who's that fucking guy from the? He blocks me. The guy from the Globe, Kevin Paul um, Dupont. Or, no. Oh, Chad Finn. Chad Finn. Chad Finn. Yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but like so he had hours before Finn did. I just. It doesn't make any sense to me, but like we know by now that they're cowards. And I and I, I wonder if Kirk's right that like it was uh, like a sales guy. I don't know anything about them, but I, but if if they can put the like if they can put the like the squash on anything, then then that must have been it. They like must have been salty about that. But like to pretend that people in the city don't know who Tony Maz is when like a quarter of the market listen to him every day. But come on, Mike. Come on, what are you talking about, Mike? That's about as good as the two fucking uh, uh, Mad Dog. Um, voices we heard this week. I thought, yeah. I thought the, the caller Mad Dog like that. That one was better. But oh man, was Chris is bad. I don't. I don't he, we, he you know he's on the spot and hasn't heard the voice in a while. You know, being these a Clemming, I know he doesn't want to shit on him. But like, I got a good laugh from it though. So thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. What do you think about the caller? It was good. He needs to work on stuff, but we'll see what happens if it has legs. I know. I wish you know me. Still. I get jelly. So yeah, Kirk seemed receptive uh, yeah. of it. You know, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, okay. So this actually came up. I'm, um, I'm not going to say which DM thread it came in, but I actually did see somebody this week say BMD kind of strikes me as a hater. I'm not kidding you. I really <laughs> saw that. What it? What, what, in what way? Like, um, I like I. I think like you just said. Like maybe you get jelly, or maybe you don't like to give other guys shine. I think I. You know what? I think it started from you crying about the voting and the and the minifan. <laughs> which like which shout out like shout out John. They For they prom- they're like they're like you sh- you should cheat. Everybody should cheat. Cheating's right. allowed. People right. cry about. Then people are like, it's not fair. What do you mean? There was no the rules where there were no rules. Like <laughs> you know, but like. So so, what do you? But, but anyway, back to my original question. Okay. What do you have to say to your to the accusations? Accusations, Jesus fucking Christ, that you're a, that you're a hater. Uh, I think they're completely false. Uh, you know me, I'm a like the Switzerland of the universe. I try not to be too critical of anyone, and I encourage calls into the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy them very much. I wish there was more characters actually. But is it? Some of these calls are bland. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, isn't it true that there's there's that little part of you? That doesn't like to see somebody else get shine. 
Yes. No, well, that's not what I mean. No. But like, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying like be be like totally fake. But like, uh, you don't get that little bit of a feeling when like somebody has a call that like, like isn't I, as I good th- as somebody you know. I think uh, maybe when I was at my peak, maybe I yeah. get a little bit but hurt. But I mean, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out of the game, baby. I'd say, I'd say mostly like to 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 defend you a little bit, which yeah. I haven't really been doing a whole lot of that this week, but yeah. like, but defend you a little bit. Um, I think it's more like you're not, maybe there are some things that go over your head. Like, cause yeah. you're like a little old, you know? Yeah. Like I, I think, I think maybe people are like reacting to like, sometimes you post like confused gifts, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm thinking yeah, that, yeah. I, that, that would be my guess, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I um, love everybody. I mean, there's not many people I, I, I dislike. I usually have to ask you to make sure of, hey, am I supposed to hate this guy or what? Yeah. <laughs> but Which, like, we don't yeah. we don't really have people like that. Yeah. Like, uh, to be honest, like, at least in this world. But Yeah. No, it's one of those things, like, I, I think you're right, buddy. I think anyone, it, you're going to have, Ill, like, a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of resentment, because I think that's just a natural feeling when you see someone doing something better. And I mean, like you, Al, like Daver and I were going back and forth. Me, Daver, Sig, what's it? And Blind oh, Al, oh, the holy, up, oh the holy trinity of boring. Daver is fucking. Daver is fucking right. That is the holy trinity of boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have grabbed the statement point. from him. I should have grabbed the statement from him. I know, and I. So I wanted to once. I, so I'm at work. All those fucking tweets start going out. I'm mad at BMD because he can't record. Phil McCooch gives us a fucking wide open schedule. BMD is available one half hour like today. Like that's it. The one half hour be, like Phil is. And so I was so butthurt. I wanted I wanted to do a show, me, Visionless Dave and, and Daver, and not tell you guys and just release it because I was mad at BMD. But but I think uh, maybe spoiler alert, Daver's going on um in a handum with Visionless Dave. So like that was already like boop. so I oh actually I think we'll get some of those answers this week. So definitely tune into Visionless Dave's show. I'm trying to get a quick comment. From Daver? Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm sure I'll say listen to Minahan though. <clears throat> yeah, that too. Uh, uh, I wanted to cover some Force Nine with you, Buzzy. Okay. Before we end the show. Yeah, hopefully we can do a show this week, actually. I'm hoping. But we'll see. Uh, but your your favorite team's playing at 11.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the lineup and what result are you looking forward to? Uh, I, if if United get a point, it's a really good result today. No Ronaldo, no Varane. Ooh. I don't give a shit about Luke Shaw, but no Luke Shaw. I think mm-hmm. some another big guy's out. I think they're gonna play Bruno in a false nine. Like they, it looked like they were gonna have to play Sancho, Bruno, and Rashford up front, but they, but Rashford's on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably gonna be a false nine with Alanga and Sancho high, and like Bruno in the middle. Mm-hmm. But like Alanga thinks or like wants to be a number nine. Much like Mason Greenwood did, rest in peace, Mason Greenwood. Um, but like, um, like, so I I wonder if Alonga will play through the middle like a little bit. But I just think I think it's going to be like hardworking. Oh, the other thing we could totally see is is I think I think is Pogba out like wide left and like Bruno in the in center mid to still so like you don't like there's so many possibilities to this lineup. But like City's so good right now. They Liverpool won again. Like if like. Uh, in a tough match against West Ham, you know. So I think, again, and they're playing at the Etihad, Etihad or whatever. Mm. Like, U- United's very, very lucky to get a point today. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 but it's I just tough. got to hope like, for the best. Just got to hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And hopefully, like, hopefully not playing Ronaldo like it does sometimes for Portugal, like, galvanizes the team, gets the team to play. Like, hopefully they're not just – they, like – 
they're definitely not going to have a target man today. But like, why isn't he playing? I think he picked up an injury. Um, he's he he played he played ninety minutes or almost ninety minutes three times in six days, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like the last week, like they Cavani is unavailable again. I thought I uh, what a waste. I tweeted, yeah, dude, and like last year, everybody fucking loved them, and they're like, I wonder if they liked them like a little bit more because they couldn't be in the stadium and mm-hmm. stuff, and they're like, oh, I really wish we got to see this guy play, and and now he sticks around and he's like, he's all he always like declares himself unfit was like a big problem on Ole, and nobody talked about it. They're like, oh, oh Cavani like isn't able to play or whatever, but like the new guys don't hide it. They're like, nah, he's saying he's unfit or whatever, and it doesn't like. I, I personally think Cavani's saving himself to play in Spain because he's because he wants another big move. And I like uh BMD's taking this weekly picture of the chat. Um but like uh but yeah, I think uh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm 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 for sure nervous, but it's they're playing for top four, like West Ham loses. Maybe maybe like even like if Arsenal goes on a little run, they will come back down to earth to Arsenal. So like like for me, for me, honestly, like mm-hmm. this is a huge game. It's always a big game when you play your rivals. Like we just saw Mexico, kind of like, but it's a, it's always a huge game when when you play your rivals. So hopefully they, you know, obviously they turn up. But but to me, the bigger game is uh, like when they play Athleti, like in the return leg in a few weeks or mm-hmm. a few days. Um, so maybe maybe Ralph's looking at that resu- that game with like uh, with like like you know maybe he's keeping that game in mind because mm-hmm. I'm not and I don't I don't think like I'm not delusional I. We everybody knows Manchester United is not winning the Champions League, but if you go through, you know you can go through, get another good matchup, lo- right. then losing the next round, or you know, there's the further he goes, the better it like it's like helps him. Obviously, like I don't I don't think Ralph is even going to be considered as like the next manager, which lots of people are like, oh, if he wins the Champions League, he will, and like they're not going to win the Champions League, but like, but I also don't think he should be. I think I think he should go back upstairs and. uh like and just and govern the team basically you know govern like like the the rebuild of manchester united and that will cement his legacy if if he is the guy who steadies the ship gets the next manager gets the next cristiano ronaldo gets the next ballon d'or like that's it's maybe not as good as it's definitely not as good as what sir alex did but then he's the next it's it's matt busby sir alex ralph ragnick you know like in terms of united legends so. Right, importance to the team of the club. Yeah, in ter- yeah, and in, in, in terms of United, like like uh, off field legends, say, because obviously, like you know, there there are players who transcend all of them. But other than that, I don't really have anything. That's it. That's what I wanted to cover with you in the false nine preview. How's uh, how are your clubs doing? They're doing good. Oh, well, my Bristol Rovers are on a streak. They're doing quite well there. We're in play. I believe we're in playoff contention. Benfica, not so much. Barely won yesterday. Uh, we have a. Mm-hmm. Return matchup with Ajax for Champions League as well, but we'll see what happens there. That that ended in a draw, right? Yeah, yeah. I t- yeah. I seen somebody saying like Hammer Ajax. I'm like Hammer Ajax that started to lose. Dude. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Mm. Like Benfica, like they were always going to play harder there. Like maybe mm. maybe they lose three nothing in the return. Like yeah, you know, like, like the, that's that the, total that possibility. Yep. But like we could use the like, money though. They, so yeah, they were never going to fucking like roll over for Ajax, dude. Right. And Ajax is a great club. I want the manager of Ajax to manage Manchester United and like I I would take him tomorrow. Right. But like but like that's people for like forget how proud of a club. How proud clubs are sometimes, you know. Mm. But stuff. I think we covered it all. I think so, Andrew. You got anything else? Andrew, you have any questions for us? No, <laughs> no. 
you guys got to know. I mean, congratulations to my soccer, other soccer team. The Rebs win yesterday, finally. Yeah. So, 1-0-1. Yeah. The, the hard R's. That's what I call them now because that fucking logo. Yeah, that's, I, I <laughs> bring back the old. Am I hard one R, of the I only like people that likes the old logo still? Like, I don't care what, what? cartoony look. I love the older logo. Yeah, dude. A lot of people I do. love. I love the old logo. Like I, I love America. Like it's one of my favorite places ever. Uh, mm. I love the American flag. I love the old logo. Yeah, no, like, it was but great. like, may, and maybe something had to change. But like, couldn't you incorporate something other than the colors into the new one? Like, couldn't yeah. like, like where the where the revolution because of like where the club is and like right. what happened. <laughs> like in this, come on, like I know, yeah, like what, like there can at least be like a flag, even like some kind of, or like at least like a throwback to like you know the the old New England flag. I have one in the corner, like with the. Uh, I don't know if you guys will be able to see it, but I got the old New England flag with the, the yeah. tree. The tr- yeah. yeah, like so, <clears throat> like uh, something. I don't know, but like, yeah, I call them the hard R's. Whenever I talk to Triz, I'm like, how the hard R's doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now Bruce Arena is the most swing- winningest coach in MLS. I saw, I, saw, I mean, I watched yesterday. I did, it's not like I didn't watch. Did, but are did they, they missing sign, anything? But, did they sign Juan Agadello or no? Because he was training with them. Was he? Did yeah. they need him? Was he going to replace Tejan or? I th- I th- I think there was a time yesterday, dude. Like, and hopefully, you know, these guys get to play together a lot and get some chemistry. There was a time yesterday where it was Buxa, Bo, Altador, and Carlos Gil on the pitch, dude. That's mm. very good for MLS, dude. If, like, yeah, if for, they peak, but... for an MLS club, dude. Mm. If, and if 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 you start doing that, you have like Buxa, the two number nines, Bo who can play anywhere, kind of across the front, Gil right. who's the best passer in MLS. Right. That's that's scary, dude. Imagine if you add. Like so, yeah. They take Lejet off and bring Josie on. That was good. But like, if you add Juan and he can still score goals like he used to, like mm-hmm. no, like um, Clint Dempsey's my favorite Revolution player of all time. Juan Agadello is second, honest to God. Really? I, I, he had a way shorter stint, way less important. Mm-hmm. I just he, he always scores big goals. He plays really hard for the Revs, dude. Nice guy. Like not that I met him, but like I have friends who met him, like in Pawtucket, like when he was living there and stuff. Very nice guy. Like I just I, like he's. I think. I think uh, and if he if he still has miles on the on his legs, I think he should be a rep or a, mm. a hard R or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. I hope hopefully. I don't want to keep boring everybody, but I think you know. Alt- Nobody's Alt- listening. Oh, who cares? We'll just keep talking. All right. So if Altador um, kind of finds his way with this team and it starts playing well, I think he deserves one last sniff at the men's national team if he plays well. Right now, he's what you did know. You, did you average. watch the game yesterday? Uh, no, I did not. So, so that's do? exactly the point. Not exactly the point, but that's a very similar point to what Charlie Davies made on the broadcast. Because yeah. Charlie said, so the Revs just sign out the door. Whatever, I don't know what the contract is. Who gives a shit? He's a Rev for this year. Like, yeah. the, the World Cup's in November. If Josie, Alt- if Josie Altador signs with the Revs, signs with Bruce Arena, like a coach he had res- like a good results with, if right. you sign with the Revs because you're trying to make the U.S. national team and he's playing as hard as he can and he's trying to bang in the fucking goals and make that squad, yeah. The Revs, that's an unbelievable signing for right. for the Revs, you know? And it's and it's it's good for everybody. It's good for us. It's good for Americans. It's good for the Revs. Yeah. Like, like even if he's in the national team to be – to like he's doing for the Revs, come on 20 minutes, like mm-hmm. come on, hold up play, take some fouls. Like, he's a big boy. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. he's, he's like li- literally like like two Carlos Gilles side by side as like one Josie <laughs> out the door. Like um, – but from yeah, so if, if Josie starts – like and I'm you – know, you know, I'm on record as calling him lazy out the door because he doesn't work mm-hmm. hard. Um, but like, if Josie friggin' starts banging in the goals, dude, it's good for everybody because mm-hmm. because we say it every time. Every time you listen to False Nine, I know all of you listen all the time. Um, like, 
what's the one position in the USA that's completely up for grabs? Number Batman. nine. Yes, yeah. it's, it's there's there's that Ferreira kid who doesn't really impress all the Not time. Sibachu yeah. doesn't impress. Um, there's plenty Pepe, of there's plenty of yeah. Well, Pe- Pepe, her- yeah, I I love Pepe. Like hopefully, oh, Pepe <clears throat> or whatever. Like I I am impressed by him. I think maybe his last few performances haven't been that good. But that number nine spot is up for the open. Is is up for grabs. And it it, it could be Sibachu. It could be Pepe. It could be Josie Altador. Hey, you know, it it could be, it could be a false nine. We don't know yeah. what it is. Right. So. Uh, I think it's a pretty good way to place end it, unless anybody yeah. has any other soccer takes. <laughs> no, that was but it. I think it's pretty good. 